Hey, folks, welcome back to the series, Making Data Simple. This is Al Martin speaking. I hope this message meets with you well. This morning, I will be interviewing two people on the topic of augmented reality data visualization. That's kind of a mouthful. We're, getting, we're going in deep now, I think, at this point. And I've got uh, two experts with me today, like I say, Ben Alfredo. Ben, why don't we start with you? Why don't you in- introduce yourself, and then I'll turn it over very quickly to Alfredo. Sure. I'm a researcher and front-end developer in IBM's design department. Uh, I've spent some time working on IBM's graph database and some time as a quantitative user researcher for IBM Analytics. And now I work with Alfredo and Jay Griffin full-time on IBM's Immersive Insights. Fantastic. Alfredo? Uh, Hello, I'm Alfredo Ruiz. Uh, I'm the design lead of uh, Immersive Insights. And we've been working on, on this project for like a year and a half. Um, working with um, 3D visualizations and and now starting to use augmented reality. Awesome. So you you guys are, are like I said, you're, you're you're delving into new frontiers here. So we we've targeted big data. We've talked about making data simple. That's the, obviously the name of the the podcast. But now augmented reality. I think most people listening think about augmented reality in terms of. Uh, I don't know, like uh, the the Samsung glasses that you put on, and, and then you start playing games. You guys are applying this to data. Can can you just talk about what it is, what got you here, why it's important? It's been a long road. Alfredo started this project through a Blue Unicorn initiative. Yeah, so so we we started this project as I mentioned, like a year and a half. Um, I I joined IBM two years ago, a little bit more than two years ago. Uh, and the first thing that I start, my background is industrial design. Uh, and later, I, I start doing UX. Uh, and I start working uh, in, in David Townsend's team, uh, working on some explorations with data. And, and I, I have this big passion for 3D objects and, and physical objects. So we, I, we start exploring this, uh, how we can visualize information in a beautiful way. Uh, and from, from there, we become this advanced concept group and exploring these type of uh, ideas. And later, Rob Thomas created this initiative called Blue Unicorn. Uh, so we partner the design team. We partner with some development folks. Uh, Jay Griffin uh, was our, uh, our developer uh, who also started exploring these ideas and, and become, at the end, Immersive Insights. Yeah, so... Part of how we thought about it is what what is the best way to understand data? Uh, if you start from first principles, there's there's a really great interview where Elon Musk talks about um, like how he how he thought about designing a rocket ship, and what's if you break it down to the raw materials, not what's today, but what is theoretically possible. What's the best possible way to do this? We sort of started to think about data visualization from that perspective, and with the five senses that we have, what's the best possible way to get the most useful information and the best signal-to-noise ratio of useful information uh, into the analyst's brain? Um, and we think that 3D is a big part of that and using the entire natural world around us as opposed to just a 2D screen. So I, I went out there, and I you've got a great video on YouTube. Uh, and uh, can you describe that experience for the, the listeners here? I mean, remember they're on there, they, they'll, they'll go out to YouTube, I'm sure of it, but can you describe 
what it, what it feels like and what you're trying to accomplish within that, uh, that video by example? Yeah, sure. So, um, for example, with Immersive Insights, if you're looking at um, a map, we've managed to make it so that you can look at a map of New York City and you can actually scale this map to fill a room. And sort of in the same way, like, if you watch Game of Thrones, Daenerys Targaryen is looking at this big map of Westeros, and that's how generals look out at their battlefield. But we think that executives who are figuring out their supply chain might actually enjoy having a map of the world on the, the you know table in front of them and analyzing what factories are having issues, um, that type of thing, like this visual experience of having the world laying out on that table right in front of you while you're conducting that meeting. Uh, likewise, for the other types of analysis we're doing, which are more technical and more data scientist oriented, um, like Immersive Insights, what, what I have experienced personally as a user um, is this idea of being surrounded by data. So um, if I'm thinking about a, a particular data set, um, it's on my mind constantly, and I'm, I'm thinking about it in new ways. Um, but if I'm wearing a pair of augmented reality glasses and looking at the data around me in the, in the space that I live in, it becomes this physical manifestation of my thought process um, and of my analysis. That's, that's I think you asked one, answered one of my questions. My question was, is are we going to be looking at a C-suite executive at some point that's going to have a helmet on and they're going to be like reaching out into space, you know, as you're, as you're, as you're walking past their office? I mean, are you going to wear a helmet or glasses to uh, immerse yourself into this? Well, I, I think that's uh, we're we're getting there. Uh, if you see, like, uh, you know, all the big uh, players in in tech, they're they're putting a lot of money in augmented reality. Uh, a good example was like the the, the new iPhone, right? That the, they're adding uh, augmented reality. So I think it's going to be a, an evolution, and and we can you know go back and and see when. We start with the punch cards, and then we move to the desktops, then to mobile. Now, with everybody is like using a smartphone, right? Uh, and I think that's part of the changes that we're going to start experiencing now with AR. Uh, I, I think we we're we, we we're coming into this uh, phase that we're emerging from from a mobile phone from from this thing that we have in in our in our hand to now having something in our in, in our face, that is, it's some glasses that is where, where we can, you know, see information and and, and experience the world in a, in a very different way. And I think we're we're moving to, towards that. You know, as a as a side note, when I think about augmented re- reality, I envision a day where you know, like we're going to have the Super Bowl. You know, the the, the big game in the U.S. <laughs> uh, for for football, where we're going to have all these stands set up in these different seats where I'm going to be at home and I'm on the 50 yard line and I'm watching this thing just like I'm sitting there. I think that day is, is, is very near anyway. So, Hey, so you mentioned immersive insights. Can you define that for me? Yeah. So, well, immersive insights is, um, uh, we're, we're focusing right now in, uh, with data scientists. Uh, the idea is that we're helping them, uh, explore information in a, in a different way uh, by enhancing the uh, these virtual tools, right? Uh, when, when we talk with AR, about AR, uh, the, the big thing with this is that you can actually see your, your real environment as well. Uh, if we compare to, to virtual reality, you're basically 
uh, immersed in in, an, an, in a different world. Closed with, up. Yeah. yeah. So in, in with AR, you, you can actually see your environment, work with your real tools. Uh, for example, right now we're using a data science experience. Uh, so a data scientist can use data science experience, work with their data, analyze it, and then go a little bit deeper uh, with immersive insights, putting on a, a headset, uh, and they can now actually start walking around their data and start, you know, seeing these relationships and patterns that maybe with the regular tools that, that might take like a few, uh, like some hours. And with, with this uh, exploration and this immersion, you can start seeing patterns and relationships in just seconds. So let me, let me ask you another question. So yesterday, just as, as soon as yesterday, I did a keynote and I talked about, um, you know, making data simple and all the different elements of data from hybrid data management to, to uh, unified governance to analytics and visualization. And when I got to visualization, kind of what you're talking about here, I talk about four different elements. Uh, planning analytics, that obviously answers what is your plan. Descriptive analytics, that answers what happens. Uh, diagnostic analytics is where we would bring Watson in that is why did it happen? And then finally, predictive analytics and what, what's going to happen next, you know, in a product that we have is SPSS. So do you envision like a fifth form of augmented reality to look at this data? Or do you see augmented reality encap- encapsulating all those, those four elements that I just described? I would actually say that it, it's just another method of conducting those methods you described. Um, and as enterprises, I've actually heard it described another way, which is this journey from uh, descriptive analytics and to, to predictive and then to the automated decision-making. Um, so that's, that's sort of another uh, framework for thinking about uh, this maturity curve where you have this first uh, understanding of your data, second of all, suggestions about what you should do with that data, and finally, cognitive systems that can act on that data without human intervention or perhaps just with approval. Um, and I think it's likely that we'll see systems like Immersive Insights that allow you to understand what those cognitive systems are doing, what, what that analytic system is thinking, um, use some sort of 3D representation within your world, uh, information that's, you know, relevant to what your task is uh, happens like you get that information instantly. So like when we talk about the transition from mobile to AR, we're talking about getting data faster. So you don't even have to pull out your mobile phone. Uh, The moment that important alert occurs about your stock crashing, about a disruption to your customers, um, you can get that in your headset that moment and complete information. So the complete information, uh, like when we're talking about the Instacart data set, which is uh, this data set of uh, people and information on all of the food that they've purchased. That's like uh, sort of describing who that, who that user is to the Instacart product team. Uh, with uh, immersive insights and dimensionality reduction techniques, you can actually visualize um, all of those users in 3D space. Um, so, so one of the things we want to do is to be able to summarize all of the important information to your business that a predictive analytics tool might give you uh, different ways of diving into. 
and to take that high-level summary and uh, act on it. But that might have been a little rambling, but no, 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 that's good. I mean, th- actually, this is this is fascinating to me. But here's the thing, and this may be a question that you kind of already answered, but I'd I'd like to kind of hit it again. And I think it'd be good for listeners, at least it'd be good for me. So I'm assuming it's going to be good for listeners. And that is, look, um, if I'm in a C-suite, it doesn't matter. I'm any, any persona out there. And I just described to you a minute ago, you know, visualization technologies that already exist today. What is going to cause me to say, the current visualization or yeah, the current technologies just don't get it done. And I'm going to put on that, those glasses, that headset, whatever to get into 3d, what would promote me to do so? Well, well, I I think it's uh, like uh, some analogy that we've been like uh, talking about is uh, for example, when you're seeing a a picture of a forest, right? You, you see, it looks, looks beautiful. Like you can see a few trees and, and all of that. And and how different is when you actually arrive to that place, right? Like you can actually see more, much more details. You can walk around it and, and experience it in a very different way. And that's the way we feel with uh, adventure reality. Uh, with, with immersive insights, you can actually walk around the data and start seeing these different patterns. Uh, and well, we're, we're used to see, you know, the war in three dimensions, right? So our brain, it's, it's better for us to understand information uh, when we see it in, in this way. So, so I think like that's that's a big, uh, it's a great benefit that, that for for having this this type of tool. And and you know when when you're like with with executives or, or different type of users, uh, and you can see the information and these patterns this way, uh, I think it's going to be a game changer. I mean, is that to say that, you know, it's kind of like anything, I mean, you can look at, there's many ways to get data, pull data, see data, but because, you know, just you know, we're used to the 3D images, you think it's going to be more organic by which we'll get more out of it. It'll be easier to visualize, hence the name visualization, and be able to drive data insight with uh, augmented reality, the 3D images that you're talking about? Yeah, I think there's... There's a couple of different aspects to why, why, why we believe the project, why we see this becoming a, a big piece of the future. Um, one is just we, we deeply believe that AR is the best way to accomplish a wide variety of computing tasks. Um, so, so to give a concrete example, um, you have a desk probably in front of you, and that desk has a jar of pencils maybe. It has a stack of books. And you have these items that are arranged in a very specific way that matches your this mental model you have of the world that you then uh, exert on the world. You you control it and you shape it in this way that makes sense to you and helps you interpret and understand. Um, right now, with computers, we're existing in this world of 2D projections where you stare at the screen, you manipulate text documents and web pages, and you're just looking at two dimensions. Uh, but there's three dimensions in the world, and like one of the the uh, best things we have is depth perception. Like there's there's so much stuff our brain's doing behind the scenes that is just subconscious that uh, are all these environmental cues we pick up on. So you could have this uh, graph of a um, real time usage information, and you could just put it on your bookshelf, 
and wear these if we're say assume that you're wearing glasses everywhere you go in six years and this is just the next computing platform then when you walk into your office immersive insights has generated this graph on your bookshelf and this place where exactly where you want it uh, showing real-time actionable information about what your customers are up to today and you don't have to dig around in a 2d screen in a folder to find that that's um that's one aspect of it so you, you talked about Instacart, uh, the, the Instacart, which is a good example. Are there any other examples that, that you'd mention, or is that probably the best example that uh, the audience can uh, put their mind around? Uh, well, uh, I think like there's, there's uh, we, we have brought like a, a few posts in, in, in Medium uh, that uh, like the, the audience can definitely take a look in our um in our Medium accounts and, and see what we've been writing. Uh, we've been exploring like different different fields like finance uh, and, and and other 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 industries as well. So um, I think we, we have a good uh, range of of opportunity here. Uh, so yeah, um, I'd say. So my background is in quantitative user research. Uh, so it's very easy for me to think about uh, here's all of the customers of a business. And for me, part of being on this team has been using this tool to address questions I'm interested in about how customers behave. So use cases where you're mapping out all the users for your business in 3D space and trying to understand the relationships with them have come naturally to me. But as a team, certainly if there's any data scientists out there listening to this, we want to uh, get beta users in the next four months or so. Yeah, and definitely. we would love uh, for you to reach out to us and to hear about your ideas for what kind of visualizations would be useful to you. That's awesome. So two-part question is we're, we're kind of starting to wrap up a little bit. So is this technology available today or when do you think it's going to be available and I guess to extend it further, what do you think the future of is this of this technology is? So yeah, we, we're we're starting to work on on some integrations uh, with in 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 data science experience. Uh, so that's that's our next stage for for our project. Uh, so far, we have done uh, demos and, and we, we present this at South by Southwest, and we also in fast track your data in, in Munich and, and many other other places uh rob thomas for example did uh, uh he was in in the main stage in in world watson and and also did the strata hadoop conference uh, but now we're we're focusing more on on adding start adding this into our uh portfolio uh, so people can can start like using it and start exploring with this with this technology yeah, so we'd love to, our, our goal is to make this available to ibm's global elite clients Next um, and to sort of talk about the future a little bit, like in the next 10 years, we see big changes to the design industry, really disruptive changes in how, how designers operate. Uh, there's so many infrastructure tools being made that are making it easier for a single developer or a single designer to create products. And we see the experience becoming less and less about technological limitations because they're being overcome and more about what is the optimal user experience. It's it's a very liberating time to be a designer because if you can think of a creative solution, 
increasingly you can make it real. Uh, so we're we're excited to continue working on this project and moving it forward. So here's what I heard: it's not quite available yet, though you can get information like on YouTube, etc. We'll put that in the show notes. You're looking to integrate it with uh, the data science experience for those listening. Uh, that is our IDAE in analytics that really uh, enables or yeah enables and empowers the data scientists. Uh, we're going to release the elite clients first, and then I thought I heard you within the dialogue saying, "Hey, you're willing to partner with clients or data scientists that have ideas that uh, would they'd like to explore." Is that what I heard right? Yeah, we would certainly love those people to reach out to us. Definitely. So, so where can the audience go to get more information? I mean, well, the, uh, they can definitely reach out to. Uh, we, we can put our emails there, and and also we have uh, Medium accounts where where they can see stuff that we we write. And uh, I have a Twitter account, uh, Salfredo Ruiz C. Uh, so yeah, re- reach out, and we would love to to talk. We we'll, I, I would also like to add like we're. Also in the in the run right now in the we're finalists in, in a couple of design awards, uh, so if people people want to to help us with with their vote, uh, that that'll be pretty cool. You know, I, my kids are growing up now, but I'd like to see the VR world get to the point where everybody's off the couch versus pushing buttons. They're they're playing like a sports game in a in a in a virtual reality room with a virtual team. <laughs> When's that going to come so we can see the kids get off the couch? That's what I want to see. <laughs> so let me, let, me, let me finish up with you guys. And I like to always do a little lightning round or a speed round just to get to know you a little bit. It's always interesting for me, particularly in terms of doing some follow-up research. And so my first question, you guys have been doing a great job. Anyone can answer. But my first question is, what are you currently reading or what books would you recommend? Uh, well, I'm uh, I'm currently reading. Uh, it's called the Fourth Transformation. Uh, it's by Robert Scoble, and he's talking about the this this new era that we're living in and how we're uh, changing from you know from smartphone to now these type of technologies. And I think it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, another great book that I would recommend if you like this type of uh, technologies, uh, Ready Player One. It's a science fiction. Uh, uh, story and it's, it's it's pretty pretty entertaining about the you know the future and how how the world is going to change when we start you know experiencing with all of these technologies is is pretty interesting. Well, fourth the fourth uh, transformation. All right, cool. We'll get that in the show notes as well. Any others? I've been reading a biography by Sam Walton called Make America. Yeah, uh, a little bit not related to augmented reality, but been enjoying it. No, that's all right. all right. What do you enjoy about it? I mean, this is like, there's no rules here. <laughs> it doesn't have to be augmented reality. What, 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 what makes that, that interesting to you? I've actually read it too, but uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's really interesting to compare how he scaled his business and how he thinks about um, his employees in particular is what struck me and how they create value versus how value is being created now by companies like Amazon and the digital age. Nice. Agree. Uh, well, uh, two more questions. One is, um, so what's the next big thing that you guys want to do? Prefer, it can be personal, professional, just, just curious. What's the next big thing on your list? 
well, uh, I think for for me right now, uh, well, I have a a, a one year and a half daughter, so it's you know it's it's a really fun experience right now. To it's it's my my first kid, so it's it's great to to experience and and you know be around her and see how how she's uh, uh, you know changing and it's 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 really really fun to <laughs> that, that stage so so I, i'm focusing on on that uh and well i i definitely uh looking forward to to see the the evolution of of you know a change of priorities right good you make sure you you dedicate time because they told me and you never believe it that time goes fast i promise you that yeah definitely yeah, and, and you, you mentioned about your your kids and how they you know they're playing video games and all of that. Yeah, we went to a a, a trade show, a, a conference, and we shows uh, we saw some of the new coming uh, VR games, and they're they're really cool. Like they they're it's co- definitely going to change the way we play games. Uh, it's, it's pretty 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 interesting. Very good. Uh, I'm a technological optimist, but if I had kids, I would not let them touch VR <laughs> until they're at least <laughs> Well, that's uh, why is that? I might as well ask. You wouldn't let them touch VR because of uh, it's incredibly immersive, yeah. and it's. I think it's just another level of of like video games. At least the screen's not occupying their whole world. Um, I, I think it's important for kids to learn how to exist independently of technology and be social creatures but see the difference is when i was young we actually used to go outside yeah and play i don't know that anybody recognizes that there is a door that leads to the uh, external world they'd have to call me in and find me (laughs) hey last question i you know i did a keynote yesterday and i must have had 10 new graduates come up and i probably wasn't the best one to give them advice but they wanted advice on where to really become an expert in data science. They were saying, should I get my master's? I mean, stuff that, you know, is personal decisions, but, you know, you're in the data science field. In terms of becoming an expert and really, I don't know, pushing the envelope, is there any advice do you, you'd give to the folks that are nearly graduating or about ready to graduate? Yeah, well, I, I think, like, uh, I'm not an expert in data scientist, uh, in data science, uh, but I think, like, the the new tools that, uh, you know, are, are around us, uh, a good example is, that, again, like, data science experience, uh, I think they're fairly easy to use. So so they can start exploring by themselves and start learning. We You know, we have this thing called internet that uh, you, you can basically see, like, Get, get get information of everything and and learn a lot from 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 there. So so yeah, I think it's that's a great starting point. Um, yeah, my advice would be use Coursera and use online free courses because mm-hmm. in like this day and age, to get through an interview, you just have to have the skills. Um, I think I think a diploma with a name on it matters less than it does now for a technical position, and there's great uh, resources to learn incredibly valuable skills and not pay anything on the internet. Fantastic. I think, I think I'm out, I'm out of questions, at least for now. I mean, I could keep going on and on as you might imagine, but uh, I always like to give you guys the last word in case there's anything that I missed or something you you're, you're passionately, uh, you know, you're passionate about that we didn't say. 
Uh, well, no, I guess like uh, we really thank you for for uh, this this interview, and and we're definitely looking forward uh, to keep you know showing showing the world that the way we're innovating and and how these these tools can definitely be a game changer for for a lot of people for the industry. Thank you so much. This has been fascinating. Thank Talk you. to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Making Data Simple podcast, where we make data fun. Be sure to visit ibmbigdatahub.com forward slash podcasts to access the show notes and uncover even more great episodes. Remember, the views expressed here are those of the host and its guests and do not necessarily represent the views of IBM. Until next time, over and out. Oh,